crazy. Thanks for here. All right. Next Tuesday on the tennis ball. What is a pregnant chant? Hi, I'm Kurt Loder with an MTV News Brief. The queen of teen, Britney Spears. Music, a song-by-song song review of the Now That's What I Call Music catalog. I'm your host, Kendall. Um, I know what makes her cry. My wife, Molly, is here with me. Hello. Um, uh, my sister-in-law, Sarah, I can't think of a joke. And you don't want to know what turns him on, because he made this joke two episodes ago. Our special guest, Joe. <laughs> Did I? Yeah, you said you don't want to. You don't want to know what I have pierced. I apologize. Look, hey, don't 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 shame anyone's kings. You never know who's listening. Can't always can't always can't always be winners. They can't all be winners. So today we're talking about I want to know by Joe, and I don't have his Wikipedia article pulled up. So I will give the the stuff in a second. Joe, what's what's why'd you write this song? Um, I think there's some pretty big differences between me and the other Joe. We're, we're not all the same. Not all Joes are the same? Not all Joes Sorry. are the same. Sorry, all Joes look the same to me. Okay. <laughs> He's giving me I'm a look. I'm kind of broken right now. <laughs> He's giving me a look. Uh, uh, so, um, yeah, so I Want to Know is a song by American R&B musician Joe. It was written by Joe. See? It was written by Joe, this guy that we're interviewing right now. Um, but he worked with Joylin Skinner and a Michelle Williams yeah, uh, for the third studio album called My Name is Joe. See, it's all about Joe. This this episode is all about Joe. So perfect. Are you sure? I mean... Um, uh, got to number four on the Billboard Hot 100 on... July 1st, 2000. I said Ooh. July weird because I was scrolling up on the page. Um, July. Doesn't look like it got super high anywhere else. Uh, UK indie, because uh, this st- definitely sounds like an indie rock song. Uh-huh. Uh, it got to number four. UK singles got to number 37. Scotland got to number 95. Canada top singles got to number six. US mm-hmm. mainstream top 40 got to number five. Hot R and B and hip hop songs got to number two. Yeah, um, and was and it was actually at number four uh, the on the year end charts for the U S. Hot Bill Billboard. Oh, yeah, I believe so it. That's that's interesting that it was the same thing with the stuff. <laughs> and the stuff um, must have been a two thousand must have been a year that had a small number of songs in the top three because if if one of the, I don't know how they calculate this stuff. Um, it's also number 556 in the all-time U.S. Billboard Hot 100. The, the, the two ladies are having a conversation. That Our mom just texted us. And <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Okay. What, <laughs> Sorry, let's go say? back to Joe. 
She said uh, she knows lots of Joes. She knows lots of Joes. <laughs> <laughs> Look, at least this at least this guy at least this wasn't by an, an artist named John, because then that'd be problematic. <laughs> so, uh, so I think I I think when we were watching the music video, Sarah, you're the one that like it seemed like you didn't know it, and then suddenly you knew it very well. So, what are your yeah. memories about this song? Well, when. When we were talking about, like, what songs are we doing, and one was I Want to Know by Joe, I was like, that's not ringing a bell, but yeah. there's something there that I think I'm going to know this song once we turn it on. And then it was like, oh, I know this song very well. So it it was definitely was a big song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I had I the same reaction. Yeah. And I think similar to our previous two episodes, it's kind of this kind of... Kind of sweet, innocuous kind of love song that was appropriate for 11, 12, 13-year-olds like I was then to mm. like and sing. Not, yeah. Along to. Yeah, it was very, very safe. Yeah. I mean, asking people what turns them on. <laughs> I mean, I was listening to this and Molly was listening to, like, Busta Rhymes. That is true. <laughs> yo, 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 yo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So for for me, this song um, is is definitely one, and I think that there's going to be a, a number of songs that mm-hmm. I bring this up. This was definitely one that was at peak MTV watching time for me. Like this was this was played. You mean summer, time of day or your age? Like the summer of it was it was in. I started watching MTV the summer of 2000, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and watched them and basically watched it until 2002 or so. Like. That 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 I started watching MTV when I came out of the utero. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, and and it was Not still in ro- cool like it was us. still in rotation, and eventually I graduated to VH1. We'll talk about this a lot more as as time goes on. But but this song this song was in heavy rotation mm-hmm. that that summer. Um, and I mean, I, I guess a little bit a little bit earlier. Probably it was actually probably like the beginning of two thousand, mm-hmm. late late ninety nine. I think was probably when I started watching TRL, but uh, like like this is like this was like when I was watching. There was a there was a stretch of time that summer where I watched um, roughly ten to ten to sixteen hours of MTV every day. Mm-hmm. That's that's a lot. Yeah. yeah, because there wasn't. I didn't have video games. I was home alone all day. Um, and uh, didn't have like we didn't have I didn't have like a cell phone or anything, so I'd have I'd be on AOL Instant Messenger with one screen with like on the computer, and then the TV right next to it, mm-hmm. watching MTV. So this song, and this so I probably have heard this song a thousand times. <laughs> so Joe, I know that you when we talked the other day, you said that this song was like important to you because the guy's name was Joe. So I, I wouldn't. I mean, it wouldn't. It's one thing that you know. You know, brought on because when you're young, and especially like, I came from a very small town that surprisingly there wasn't really any other Joes when uh, this song came out. It wasn't until like I moved to Columbus where I met a lot of other Joes. But so like this came out and I was like, hey, this guy's named Joe and my name's Joe. So, and that's the name of the album too. My name is Joe. So I have the album. My name is Joe. Um, but it was it's it was uh, it's it's a really great uh, one of those uh, late ninety nine early two thousand like I was talking earlier this was like that that period of R and B where it was still like smooth lover man stuff 
Like it was like yeah, like Joe, and you had Brian McKnight was huge still, and you had all these um, smooth lover men, and it wouldn't. I don't think until like Usher released Yeah, that's when like R and B just took a shift and started being coming. Like R and B at this time too, always had like tried to have like a hip hop edge to it. I think you saw it in like the video with the op- the opening of the video with mm-hmm. yeah, um, whereas like. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a street thug, but I'm also a sensitive lover man. But I'm gonna be better to, to you than that man. Right, right, right. Yeah. But uh, I always, I mean, I always, it, it definitely is. It's um, category, definitely categorizes as an earworm. It's something that when you're slow dancing with someone, you could whisper in their whisper into their ear, would sing along with. I mean, I think it's. I think this would be. At least a 10th grade dance as compared to the other two songs. Uh, eighth grade dance. This would at least be a 10th grade. Yeah. We, you, you know a little bit more than... Yeah, I mean, I feel like when I went to when I went in, when I got into high school, it was mostly the, the dances were a lot more hip hoppy, um, and 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 then had R and B for the slow stuff, like as opposed to like your poppy your bubblegum pop. Um, Bubble pop electric. But this one, yeah, I mean this and this song. It's interesting. You said you, you said yeah by Usher because earlier you said when Usher came out. Now I think of Usher as like his really early stuff. Yeah, that was more this that's, style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean like, well, I mean I don't. I, do we really want to transition to Usher on a on a video about Joe? But I mean, <laughs> well, you you brought it up. I guess I did. So I mean, um, I mean we can talk just a little bit. Like I I mean. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, Usher, like, Usher, like, the My Way, and then it was like, he had that 8701 album that had the songs like, uh, You Remind Me and Don't Have to Call. You Remind Me, that's, that's what I was 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 trying to remember, that's the song that reminds me of this. Mm -hmm. Uh, so yeah, but I don't know, Usher had a different kind of flavor to him. Mm -hmm. I think that's part of, like, I mean, out of the two, I think uh, there's a reason why Usher is still somewhat big, and Joe has kind of Joe's still successful in in a sense of like a lot of the singers from that time, but like whereas like Usher has got all the media attention, I think Usher just has a little bit more person had a little bit more personality to him too than mm. Joe did, so. Yeah, so he, yeah, I mean, Joe hasn't had a record deal since 2008, it looks like, but he's released some independent stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, a lot of albums. My Name is Joe was his third album. Yep. Hmm. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen albums, actually, that he's released. Um, oh, wow. And yeah, a bunch of them were in the last, were in the last ten years, those independent ones. Uh, but, He's or, doing his thing. Yeah. Yeah. So cool, cool stuff. Also, I wanted to add, like, th- I thought it was interesting. This video, you could take, if you, if you, if you photoshopped Joe out of it and put it in the Backstreet Boys, like 90% of the video could have been exactly what the video was. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's just you know had that very kinda, sa- same style. Kind of looked that style like, at that like, period. Like the sort of mm. there was like you know they're watching. He's watch, they're watching a TV of him singing the song and cutting to, <laughs> right. cutting to all these different sets where he's in different outfits. You no know, ones, one's all white. One, then there was like one room, wa- it was raining at one point or something. Yeah. It's raining it? while they're making out, and yeah. then there's a dance, but not until the end. And then Kendall, oh, yeah, you also mes- mentioned you're like this is. Exactly what like Little Lonely Island is like parodying. Yeah, 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 and you can see it like when you watch. Yeah, the the kind of the kind of exaggerated motions. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So, uh, uh, anything else before we go to TRL? Guess not. Uh, so, uh, uh, um, I'm gonna go first this time. Sure. I think I think this one would be. I think it would peak at number seven. This is a new thing. I'm going to say where I think it would peak in how many days Mm -hmm. because I think that that is interesting. But I think this would peak at number seven. I think it could be on for uh, – actually, I think it was probably on – because it was heavy rotation in MTV. Mm -hmm. So it probably was on for like three weeks. Yeah, so like 15 days. Hmm. Molly, next. I don't know. Like it's hard to – say like was it up against like all the backstreet and all that stuff like did it have a space but also like there was kind of like there was always a backstreet there's always room for like some r&b so i don't they had, know they had 12 singles off of each of their albums well yeah i know they were like always there <laughs> maybe like a week or two in the higher numbers maybe Something. joe, joe yeah. what do you think uh number one 65 days no i mean i don't know um Tiaro is trying to things like, I mean, outside, I don't know if this, it could have gotten big around the time like Destiny's Child came out because that's when like R&B started to like creep into TRL is like when Destiny's Child first came, started uh, getting in with like when Say My Name first came out and all Mm -hmm. that. Uh, That's when like R&B started to like creep into the TRL ranks. So I could see like around that time with as popular as this song was i could at least see it like possibly going to on a very good chance going to like maybe number three at least like just outside of the the two that would be fighting over yeah each other. the like, whichever uh backstreet boys and instinct song <laughs> yeah. sync or whatever yeah right right because i mean i know they're like i mean Cisco got to number two. I, I remember. Cisco. If I remember right, no, I think he got to number one. I think. Or he, or he got, got, got to number one for Thong so, Song. Is it on? I, I can. I can find. Yeah, no, probably. I'm not look it, up. it probably hit number. I'm one. not gonna look it up, but I could. I could look it up. It's on the piece of paper. So. <laughs> anyway. Well, I'm gonna split Kendall and Joe and say I think it could have peaked at five. Five. And then probably was wouldn't be on there very long, and then kind of hang out in the bottom. Wouldn't have retired, but I think it's probably on for a while. All right, very good. So, uh, oh man, I I I just I just totally botched this uh, the joke I was gonna make for the next song. I guess I'm gonna have to try again. Bum 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 bum. Try who sings "Try Again"? Kindlecast dot Ninja, celebrating media, hobbies, and passions since 2014.